What can healthcare entities do better to address the cyber threats and challenges involving medical devices? I'm Marianne Kolbesek McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Justine Bone, CEO of healthcare cybersecurity consulting firm MedSec. Justine will be speaking to us about some of the top cybersecurity threats and challenges she sees the healthcare sector dealing with, especially those related to medical devices. So now, Justine, as we know, a large healthcare entity may have thousands of network-connected medical devices spread out in multiple departments and locations in their organizations. What are some of the top cybersecurity challenges that you're seeing these entities facing when it comes to trying to manage cyber risks involving these diverse and distributed devices? Well, these healthcare entities certainly have their work cut out for them. And you can compare the situation to the Internet of Things with this massive explosion in the number of connected devices. But, of course, in this case, we're talking about medical devices, and there's, by extension, issues related to patient safety and, you know, the the critical care and therapy that these devices need to deliver. So we've got a full spectrum. We've got legacy systems that are running on pretty old operating systems through to emerging devices. And there's different challenges related across the spectrum. In the legacy systems, you know, there's, these systems often were not built with cybersecurity in mind. So security fundamentals like encryption or authentication just really weren't built into them from scratch. So these hospital environments have this diverse array of systems and the IT staff that are tasked with protecting them are struggling to to find the right techniques and the right tools to address the problem. So Justine, medical devices have proprietary software often, so scans of a hospital's network won't necessarily identify all the devices residing on the network. If the devices aren't identified, how can they be monitored? Well, the good news is they can be identified. It's just that we need to develop the right technologies to allow this. A lot of these medical devices were built on proprietary operating systems and they speak proprietary network communications protocols, which means we need specialized tools to help us understand what's on the network, how is it connecting to the network, what state is it in, fundamental security basics so that hospital staff can start making sure that these systems are being protected and the data that that the systems are are producing and distributing is also being protected. So we've got a few challenges here. One of the issues is that these devices speak these proprietary protocols, so we need to build some custom solutions that know how to speak that language. Traditional security scanning tools don't typically speak the right protocols to communicate with these devices. The other issue is a lot of these devices are pretty fragile. So if you send unexpected data to these systems, to these devices, there's a real risk that there'll be negative side effects on the devices. They may suddenly go offline or, worst case, behave erratically, and that's just not a risk that a hospital can take. So, Justine, what about patching and updating medical devices? What are the challenges that you're seeing healthcare entities facing in that area, and what's your advice? Well, the first step is to understand what have you got in your inventory? What devices are connected to my network? And then the second step is what state are they in? 
The good news is, is that the device manufacturers are aware of this problem. Uh, we at MedSec work extensively with medical device manufacturers to make sure that these systems can be updated, uh, that they can be updated in a safe way, and going forward that there's a, there's a routine process involving firmware updates or operating system updates to keep these systems protected. So once we have the right technologies in place to be able to scan these networks, identify the state that these devices are in, we can then monitor the system, we can understand when it was last updated, and in the case where it wasn't updated, we can turn back around to the appropriate device manufacturer and download and deploy the right firmware updates for these devices. So it's just a matter of making sure we've got the right technologies in place to be able to communicate gently in a light touch manner with these devices and then respond accordingly depending on whether they need to be updated or not. What are some of the issues that you're seeing in terms of the weaknesses when it comes to ID and access management with medical devices and how can healthcare entities do a better job in terms of addressing these issues? Or is it something that the manufacturers themselves have to address? It's dual-pronged. So manufacturers recognize these problems and authentication is being built into devices today such that users of the devices and the patient data is protected. But in some cases, especially in the case of legacy systems, the authentication protocols just can't be built into the, into the device. The device might not have the computational capabilities to handle strong authentication and or encryption. So what we're seeing in a lot of hospitals is a re-architecture of the network itself the way that the device is connecting to the network and protections around those devices. So we're seeing a lot of network segmentation, for example, to identify devices that are high risk and to group them accordingly. And then a hospital can architect their network such that there are additional security controls built around these devices to protect them. So Justine, what about the issue of devices that have hard-coded passwords or default passwords. How much of an issue is that in terms of risk in medical devices? This is definitely a challenge for hospitals, for healthcare delivery organizations, as well as medical device manufacturers. I mean, what we have here, you know, from the perspective of the healthcare delivery organizations is thousands of medical devices, thousands of even unique medical devices within hospital infrastructure. And, um, Obviously, everybody's out there to, to increase the, the resilience of that infrastructure and to increase security standards, but often increased security will come with a usability trade-off, and, and, and passwords is a, is a great example. I mean, if, if every device was following industry best practices, you know, healthcare workers would need to be memorizing dozens of unique 15-character passwords and changing them frequently, and that's a challenge. So what we're presented with is, is this need for better usability without sacrificing security, but it's not such a simple problem to solve. And then from the manufacturers, perspective. You know, all these different hospitals, they all have their own unique network requirements and, and capabilities and many of the hospitals do not or cannot support best practices when it comes to security features. So in some cases, the manufacturers are almost forced to build in less 
secure capabilities in order to support all these different configuration options and, and requirements on the part of the hospital. So really what we need is, is, is hospitals to sort of unify around standard cybersecurity capabilities, which will allow the, the manufacturers to, to deliver a more consistent standard. So now, Justine, you're a former CISO at Dow Jones, as well as a former security leader at some other organizations in other sectors. What are the most important lessons that you think the healthcare sector needs to learn from some of the security practices or trends in other industries right now in terms of reducing cyber risk? Once upon a time, cybersecurity was considered to be purely a technology problem. And, you know, in my time as a CISO, uh, I witnessed a sort of cultural evolution where cybersecurity evolved from being a technology problem tasked to a technology team to a risk management challenge. And the way that cybersecurity is governed responded accordingly. So, for example, in the early days in my career, information security or cybersecurity was delegated to, you know, perhaps a network engineering team. And, you know, that team would struggle to really understand big picture concepts such as risk tolerance for the company in question or user awareness, for example. So what we've seen in other industries, the financial sector, for example, is, is an evolution where Cybersecurity has become a risk management challenge. Folks are taking responsibility for this challenge all the way up to the board level. And I think we'll see the same thing start to happen in healthcare. It's just early days at this point. So, you know, many hospitals are still leaning on their their technology teams to take care of cybersecurity. Uh, and that's a good thing. At least there's some attention being given to these exposures. But I think in terms of governance, we'll start to see cybersecurity become recognized as a component of an overall risk management strategy, if you will. Justine, what are some of the top cyber threats today that you think the healthcare sector might be underestimating and could get them into trouble if they don't act upon these? And what's your advice? Well, we've all seen the ransomware attacks that have targeted the healthcare sector. And, you know, this this is a real problem. For, for various reasons, healthcare has been a, a somewhat easy target, if you will, for these ransomware attacks. But the other issue is, of course, the data that we need to protect. PHI and uh, electronic health records are worth 10 times as much as credit card data on the black market. And of course, this is a regulated environment. We have standards and we have regulations that we must comply with with regards to protecting this data. This data is a lucrative target. That's really the other challenge. It's not just these destructive ransomware attacks where systems are taken offline, but more targeted attacks that really look to gather and sell PHI and electronic health record information. And one last question, Justine. Is there a particular area within either their security controls or security practices or maybe the lack of implementing certain technologies that you see that are perhaps a common thread in some of the trouble that the healthcare sector is dealing with right now when it comes to these cyber attacks? Well, what we've got is a lot of proprietary technology. And we've got technology that was built specifically for healthcare that we now need to protect. So traditional solutions 
may not be useful because of the proprietary nature of these technologies. And that means we need proprietary solutions. Uh, so that's what we work on at MedSec with our, with our new technology, MedScan. We've, we've built a, a scanner that specifically serves healthcare and specifically looks at medical devices, communicating in the way that medical devices work. Thanks, Justine. I've been speaking to Justine Bone. I'm Marianne Kobasak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.